Uh, next Tuesday, the people in Bismarck have got a big, huge vote because they're going to be voting on who's going to be their next mayor. So we start to have the big story about current Bismarck Mayor Mike Seminary. He put out a press release on Monday. He was talking about cutting the city budget by roughly 5%. The issue that's come up is that he used city resources and city personnel to send out this press release. So today, the Bismarck Tribune wrote an editorial saying, hey, Seminary's use of city resources to put out this press release is wrong. So joining us tonight live from our studio in Bismarck to talk about this and much more is Bismarck Mayor Mike Seminary. Mayor, thanks so much for joining us. I want to go on a little bit more about uh, what this Tribune piece said. They also went on to say, we shouldn't allow anyone to turn city offices into campaign headquarters. Seminary should issue a public apology. Do you want to issue a public apology tonight? Uh, Chris, thank you so much for having me on. It's already been done. Uh, Chris, I made a mistake. Uh, what I did is, in a rush to correct the record, uh, I worked with staff to issue a press release, which should have come from my campaign, considering we're, we're in the middle of a campaign. The rest of the story is that there was a report, a story, that the city, along with others, was exploring uh, increasing property taxes. The rest of the story is that for about six months, I have been visiting with uh, city administrator Keith Hunky about ways to prepare a budget that could reflect uh, 5% uh, cuts and efficiencies and what that would look like in a preparation for the uh, upcoming budget cycle, which really starts, by the way, just days after next week's election. And, and that's another reason I was asking staff, in this case, Keith Hunky, to look at that, because we, we'll have at least one new commissioner next week and could have more. They will need to hit the ground running with information uh, that's already a work in process, uh, progress, excuse me. So I have been visiting with Keith Hunky. And so I did issue today to the Tribune an apology. I made a mistake. Uh, it should have come from my campaign, considering we are in the midst of, a, uh, of an election. But I so, needed to set the record straight. Thank you for doing that, sir. We'll get to uh, the aspect of when you release this and whatnot in a moment. But then let me ask you this. You said, hey, Chris, I did make a mistake. You use the Bismarck City website, the Bismarck City Facebook page. I want to share with you, uh, if we can bring this graphic up for our mayor, please. The North Dakota Century Code states that the Corrupt Practices Act, no person may use any property belonging to or leased by or any service which is provided to or carried on by either directly or by contract, the state or any agency, department, bureau, board, commission, or political subdivision thereof for any political purpose. You've just said yourself, hey, Chris, this should have come from the campaign, not from the city. Did you violate the Corrupt Practices Act? Uh, Chris, what I did, I, I made a mistake. It was in an effort to correct the public record that involved our city administrator, Keith Honke, at a meeting. And I made a mistake. And uh, I and looked I understand up that, Mayor. What, what I'm asking that, you specifically is that did you violate, according to what you said and how people can interpret this Corrupt Practices Act, Knowing what you've said, do you feel like you violated the Corrupt Practices Act? Uh, you know, I'm not an attorney, Chris. I would leave that up to a, a legal professional. Uh, what I have said, and I, I will maintain, uh, I made a mistake in correcting the public record that involved our city administrator, uh, Keith Hunky. So people are saying this, and I want to get your take on it. You said, hey, Chris, the budgeting process is going to start shortly after the election. 
Many people are suggesting, hey, why not just wait till after Tuesday to release something like this? Because it looks like it's more about politics than it is policy. What do you say to that? Uh, well, I beg to differ with that, that Chris. Uh, again, we have had discussions for the, the past six months. And when that story uh, became public, I, I felt that we needed to correct that. We are merely exploring what does a 5% cut and efficiencies look like, and that needs to be ready shortly after the election. And so I don't look at it as a political statement. I look at it as a function of the ongoing discussions that we've had with uh, City Administrator Keith Hunky and other members of staff, by the way. So you've been talking about this now with Keith Hunky for six months. So what specifically, uh, if you can just give us one, two, three things, what specifically are you looking to cut in the budget? I haven't seen that yet, uh, Keith. Uh, that's a work in, uh, excuse me, Chris, that's a, that's a work in, in, in progress. No, I understand uh, that, but you, you said, know, the last Chris, thing we've been we talking about this, excuse me, man, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you said we've been talking about this now for six months. So I presume as the leader of the city, you've at least got some ideas about, hey, we've got to cut 5%. These are some places that I would suggest to make some cuts. So what would be two or three of those places you go, okay, here's where I think we can cut 5%. Uh, again, I, I, you know, Chris, I am not on the budget review uh, committee. Another commissioner is on that. All I ask Keith and others to do is take a look at that so that when it can be presented, uh, we would all have an opportunity to, to look at that. My, my hope is that where we look at uh, efficiencies is uh, can, can we uh, cross-train people? Uh, can, can we... Uh, not make purchases in terms of equipment or materials or something else. Uh, and the last thing we ever want to do is look at uh, how that impacts, impacts uh, people, Chris. So you're saying cross-train, do some other things, and that would end up being the 5% cuts that you may suggest? Uh, th they will suggest that. that. I don't make those suggestions, Chris. But it's, I don't but, have that portfolio. Okay, so then if that's the case, then why would you put out this press release? Uh, again, I, I felt compelled that we needed to correct well, why not the statement have Keith that was do out it, in someone the that's actually ahead of the budget rather than you're saying to me, Chris, I don't have, I don't have any ideas. I'm not ahead of the budget, but yet I'm going to put out a press release using city uh, resources about the budget, but yet now you're telling me you don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah, again, Chris, what I did, I, I made a mistake. And so let, let me put it this way. Uh, one of our employees uh, made a comment and did not uh, fully address the discussions that we had. And I felt so I understand that. So then why not have with, that employee let me make finish. that correction? Let me, Chris, may I finish? Uh, we, you know what? I could have asked Mr. Hunky to do that. And again, I made a mistake. Okay, let's move on to this, sir. I know there's been a lot of conversation about uh, the impact that the no dapple protesters had on your city. Of course, the law enforcement as well. It really stretched the law enforcement in your city. I want to share with you a clip that you said to the DAPL protesters and give you a chance to respond on the other side. Sure. It's a little bit hard to hear, Mayor, but I just want to let our, our, our audience know that you said, hey, on behalf of the city of the Bismarck, I want to thank you for being here, and I personally stand in solidarity with you, speaking to these no-dapple protesters. Uh, why stand in solidarity with them, knowing what was going on with your law enforcement in the city? We 
7th International United Tribes Technical College powwow. The powwow that day moved to the Capitol, uh, and I went along. And as part of my welcome, uh, and I could have phrased it differently, I wanted them to know that I stand in solidarity with their right to exercise their First Amendment right to peacefully protest. The rest of the story, Chris, is this. The day ended in this manner. Many of those people uh, on the Capitol grounds that day, and many of them live right here in Bismarck and Mandan, by the way, they stood in line, shook hands, and hugged many of the law enforcement professionals there. It ended peacefully and, pro and uh, respectfully. In no way, shape, or form did I ever or would I ever condone or support the type of lawlessness, lawlessness that became associated with what we now call as the hashtag no dapple. I never did that, never would have. I respect law enforcement far too much. I merely wanted them to know I respect their First Amendment rights to gather and peacefully protest, and that's what they did that day. Mayor, thank you for that. I got 30 seconds left, sir. I want to give you a chance to give your uh, a shout out here about why should the people of Bismarck vote for Mike Seminary on Tuesday? Well, thanks for allowing me to do that, Chris. Uh, on the ballot, there are three people. I'm the only one that's experienced uh, in running a, a, a city like the uh, city of Bismarck. I'm the only proven leader with vision that's positive, that's optimistic. I'm a half glass full guy, not otherwise. And this takes the type of leadership that I bring to the table. My opponents do not have that experience at all. Mayor Semini Seminary, excuse me, thank you very much for the time. Good luck this week and early voting's kicked off. And good luck on Tuesday as well. We look forward to talking to you again soon, sir. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. All right, last night we brought out of Bismarck, Legacy High School. Two students went through graduation, uh, Chris and Brady, and they weren't allowed to wear their National Guard stoles, they're called, or kind of their sashes around their neck as they went through graduation. So we invited them on the show earlier today. I had a chance to sit down and visit with them about exactly what happened and get their take on the situation. Chris and Brady, welcome to Point of View. First and foremost, thank you for your service to our great nation that we all love so much. When I heard this story about you guys not being able to wear your National Guard stoles to graduation, I got to tell you, uh, it got myself and many viewers blood boiling. So, Chris, I want to start with you. What happened? What, what, what ha why were you guys not able to wear these stoles to pay tribute to your service to our nation? Uh, well... When I spoke to our principal, he said that it was against school policy, and I didn't think that was very right. And so I started asking questions and asking questions, and the conclusion that I got was it was unfair to other, other groups that if they wanted to wear stoles or cords or whatnot, they weren't able to, so they kind of kept it a tight little nick with the academic achievements or whatnot, and I feel that that just wasn't right. And I think I could appreciate what you're saying, Chris, other than the fact that last night, uh, Brady on KFIRE TV, you said that there were other people that were allowed to wear certain things to pay tribute to their heritage or I believe their religion or whatnot. So what specifically uh, were these people wearing that you were referring to? Uh, there was a few individuals. I believe that there is a, there's a rule, there's a policy at Bismarck Public Schools uh, that if uh, you have some tie with a... Uh, um, uh, Native American um, tribe or, or culture and whatnot, you can wear um, feathers and beads to represent that. 
So it was just simply cultural items that other people were wearing, but nothing else, such as you know, they were paying tribute to a thing that they had done maybe throughout high school or whatnot. Is that fair? Yes. Um, I, the only other exception that I could really think of is that there was a couple of individuals that had National Honor Society tassels, which are just you know white and purple tassels in their caps. But other than that, that's really it. Unbelievable. I do want to say this, guys, because we did get some feedback from people going, hey, you both obviously are serving our great nation. You're in the military. You understand uh, you know, rules, listening to superiors and superintendent. Usulman did say, hey, these are the rules. This is how this thing works. Chris, I'll start with you. You say what to that? I would like to see a lot of change in it. I feel like it's a flawed system. It's been around for a little bit, and there's always change that needs to be done with everything. And I feel like this is one of the policies that needs to be changed. Uh, Brady, you know, your thoughts there on that, the fact that these are the rules? And I guess the other question would be then, what are you two guys going to do to change this to allow other people that serve our great country to pay tribute to that at graduation? Um, absolutely. I, I agree with Chris on that. Um, and uh, just to touch on what you said, us being in the in the military and the guard, we understand that rules are rules and that policies are policies. Um, but at this current time, that felt very unjust for us to not be able to represent something that we respect uh, so much, which is our nation's military. And this isn't about me and Chris anymore. This is about ch trying to change this policy so that younger soldiers that come up after us have the privilege and uh, to wear their stoles to graduation so that they can be honored in their graduation ceremony. I say this somewhat in jest, gentlemen, just because everything that's happening right now in our country with the Super Bowl and the White House, but maybe you guys should have protested. Maybe that would have made the change. I do want you to know this. Uh, we, asked, we asked on our Facebook page, should you guys and future people that serve our great nation have the opportunity to wear their stoles to pay tribute to their service in the National Guard? And I just want you to know, gentlemen, that we all have your backs. 95%, 95% said yes. So. If y'all want to send this poll to your school board and the superintendent, who knows, maybe that will have an impact. Uh, Chris, I want to give you the last word, sir. Anything else you want to share with us? I think we covered it all. I appreciate you giving us the time to speak out. Appreciate that. Thank you. Brady, you want to have the last word? Nope. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, you guys. Thank you for your service. I mean, we all mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We can't thank you enough for uh, how much you love our country and what you're doing to protect our freedom. So keep up the great work, and uh, we hope to get a chance to visit with you again soon, okay? Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. All right, stay